Hey, same time next week. Stay classy. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, there are calls for police restraint as anti-extradition protesters prepare to march in Shatin. Exco member Ronnie Tong urges toxins talks on political reform with no preconditions from the pan-democrats and the lights are back on in manhattan after a power outage plunged the heart of new york into darkness pro-democracy protesters are to return to the streets this afternoon this time in shatin an anti-extradition protest march from taiwai to the center of shatin is due to begin at 2:30 p.m it follows a protest in Shanghai yesterday in which groups of demonstrators opposed to the activities of so-called parallel traders from the mainland clashed with police. Ahead of the march, 24 pro-democracy lawmakers signed a joint statement criticizing police use of force during yesterday's protest and urging officers to show restraint today. Hundreds of journalists joined a silent march from Central to the police headquarters in Wan Chai and the central government offices this morning. They protested over the treatment of reporters by police at recent demonstrations and demanded that the chief executive, Carrie Lam, defend media freedom. They carried banners with slogans including, Stop Police Violence, Defend Press Freedom. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says the city's pan-Democrats should send out a positive signal that they are ready to talk about restarting the political reform process. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, Mr. Tong said since the last failure of political reform in 2014, the city had seen the infamous Occupy movement and now violent protests against changes to the extradition law. Mr. Tong said to move on, there must be dialogue without preconditions. How best to answer the fervent wish of our young people and perhaps the vast majority of the people in Hong Kong if not to achieve democracy in our lifetime? You do not get democracy bestowed on you for doing nothing. And you do not get to be called Democrats for doing nothing. Let us all get out of our respective ivory towers and try to do something. Something different. Something called talking. We owe it to not just young people but the whole of Hong Kong to do just that. Tributes are pouring into 60Y, the seventh abbot of the Polin Monastery, who died at the age of 86 last night. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, expressed deep sorrow over his death, saying he was held in high regard and had been committed to promoting Buddhism. And the Secretary for Home Affairs, Lao Gonghua, said the monastery flourished under his leadership. Another Canadian citizen has been detained in China amid strained relations between Beijing and Ottawa. Canada's foreign ministry said it can't release any further details about the person who was picked up in the eastern city of Yantai. Relations deteriorated in December when Canada detained Meng Wanzhou, the chief financial officer of the telecoms company Huawei, at the request of the United States. Engineers in New York have managed to restore electricity supplies after a major failure cut power to more than 70,000 customers. The head of the local energy supplier, John McAvoy, said the problem appeared to have originated at a substation. He was speaking at a press briefing as the lights came back on behind him. When we have an incident like this, we focus first on isolation of the failed equipment or the most likely failed equipment and then restoration of the customers. And then when customers are restored, when we really do the full root cause investigation to identify what may have caused it. That will follow later today or tomorrow. The lights just went on behind you. How do you feel about it? Good job, good job. I, I feel just as well as everyone in the crowd does, believe me. 
The blackout stranded subway trains and trapped some people in lifts. Street and traffic lights were put out of action. A British newspaper has published more leaks from diplomatic cables in which the UK's former ambassador in Washington strongly criticized the Trump administration. Kim Derrick resigned after the publication of the first tranche of messages last week and after Boris Johnson, the front runner to be the next prime minister, refused to explicitly back him. Here's the BBC's James Robbins. This weekend, the focus is on the work done jointly by Sir Kim and Mr Johnson during his visit to Washington as Foreign Secretary in May last year. The aim was to try to talk the administration out of abandoning the nuclear deal with Iran. Sir Kim is quoted as reporting back to London that Mr Trump's administration is set upon an act of diplomatic vandalism to spite his predecessor, Barack Obama. But now that Sir Kim has resigned as ambassador, some of the sting has been taken out of these newly revealed assessments. Instead, the focus has shifted to a row over press freedom in Britain, after the Metropolitan Police warned journalists not to publish any more leaked material. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The southern U.S. state of Louisiana is being battered by a powerful tropical storm, bringing tremendous rain and ferocious winds. Storm Barry lost some strength after coming ashore as a Category 1 hurricane, the first of the season. But millions of people are bracing themselves for potentially life-threatening flooding. Rear Admiral Paul Thomas is from the U.S. Coast Guard. We are quite concerned about this storm. It remains a very dangerous storm, particularly with regards to the amount of water that could be dropped in those areas in an already full river basin. It's really important that people around those parts of Louisiana, around Louisiana uh, in general, and even up into Arkansas and Tennessee, take this storm uh, very seriously. The Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Sarif has told his British counterpart that Tehran will continue its oil exports under any conditions. After a phone conversation with Jeremy Hunt, Mr. Zarif said an oil tanker seized by Britain off Gibraltar last week was headed to a legal destination. Mr. Hunt told Mr. Zarif that Britain might facilitate the release of the ship so long as it didn't go to, on to Syria. We had clear evidence that this tanker was heading for Syria. Uh, if we get the guarantees that it is not going to go to Syria, then we can resolve the situation following due process in the Gibraltarian courts. And that was the purpose of my phone call. And it was also, I think, encouraging to hear that from the Iranian perspective, they have no desire to escalate this situation. They want to resolve it as well. An ancient pyramid just south of Cairo that marks a key step in the evolution of Egyptian pyramid construction has been open to visitors. Known as the Bent Pyramid, it owes its name to its unusual tapered shape. The BBC's Tim Allman has the details. Before the Great Pyramids of Giza, there was the Bent Pyramid, the Sneferu. Built for the founder of the Fourth Dynasty, its unusual design a stepping stone for what was to come. And now people can see it like they never have before. A narrow, albeit fairly steep, 80-metre-long tunnel leading down into the heart of the pyramid. On display, mummies, masks, tools and coffins discovered during recent excavations of the site. The pyramid won't actually be open to the public for another two years. Sport. All eyes are on London, which is hosting two massive finals today. First up is the Cricket World Cup, and there'll be a new name on the trophy after host England take on New Zealand. Kiwi skipper Kane Williamson is trying not to get carried away. I guess those sorts of thoughts are perhaps for, for after the after the match when um, hopefully you've 
worked really hard as a unit and put out a, a strong performance and um, hopefully the, the result then takes care of itself but a lot of hard work between now and potentially those thoughts. Meanwhile England captain Ian Morgan can't overemphasise how important a win would be. It had meant everything. The culmination of four years of extremely hard work, planning, uh, a lot of determination and resilience in the changing room at different stages throughout that four years, but it, it would mean a huge amount and obviously a huge amount for everybody around the country. Uh, the good faith, support and enthusiasm that they've shown. Uh, sorry, a little later and just a few kilometres to the south, Novak Djokovic and Robert Roger Federer clash in the men's singles final at Wimbledon. They last met in a Wimbledon final in 2015 when Djokovic won in four set. But both players this time believe they're ready. Here's Federer first. Honestly, it's about recovery, but it's more in the tactics. I don't think there's much I need to do in terms of practice. This is like in school, you know, the day of the test. You're not going to, I don't know, read, I don't know how many books that day. You don't have the time anyhow. So it's quite clear that uh, the work was done way before. Rock solid year from, my, from mine. Um, one in Halle. Every, you know, stars are aligned right now. So um, from that standpoint, I'm, I'm, I can be, go into that match very confident. And here's Djokovic. My main motivation, I was saying this before, is really to be out on the court and, and enjoy what I do. I, without that, magic cannot happen. And of course, I am looking to make history with this sport. Of course, I, I would love to you know, have a, have a shot at as many Grand Slam titles as possible. Next to that is the, the historic number one, which is uh, not so far away. So in the news, our top stories once again. There are calls for police restraint as anti-extradition protesters prepare to march in Satin. Exco member Ronnie Tong urges talks on political reform with no preconditions from the pan-Democrats. And lights are back on in Manhattan after a power outage plunged the heart of New York into darkness. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. This is where Edith Piaf used to say, use your faults, use your defects, then you're going to be a star. Les 
avec leur tremolo, balayé pour toujours, je repars. 